Welcome to the NutriBlends Animal Ag Podcast, where we tell the truth about American agriculture. On this podcast, false rumors are run out of town. Misleading marketing gets called out for what it is. And you better have good science to back up your claims or you're getting a boot. You hear me? I'm John Ratzenberger, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Keeping materials stable and intact in feeders is key to getting cattle to perform up to their genetic potential. Today, we will discuss the factors that play into ensuring cattle get what you're feeding them. Today, we're joined by Dr. Jeff Helt from Myconutrients. Jeff earned a BS degree from the University of Wyoming, an MS in Ruminant Nutrition from South Dakota State, Go Jackrabbits, and a PhD in Ruminant Nutrition from Kansas State. Jeff and his family currently reside in Nebraska. Welcome, Jeff. Well, thanks, John. It's sure a pleasure to be here and looking forward to our conversation today. I hear you loud and clear. Let's start off with some basic understanding. When we talk about stability, what are we talking about and why is it important to ruminant animal nutrition? John, when we uh, talk about stability, we're really uh, referring to feed stability making sure that uh, everything that's in that feed bag that you paid for is, is stable and efficacious. You know, all those nutrients and ingredients are there for a reason. We wanna make sure that all those are stable and the animal can get the most out of them. Things like essential nutrients, protein, fat, vitamins, those are all important nutrients in that bag that we wanna make sure are stable and viable. Uh, oftentimes, uh, now there's multiple feed additives that are put in a feed bag, yeast, probiotics, uh, yeast cultures, prebiotics, lots of things that are in there for uh, immune support and other growth promotion. Uh, we want to make sure those are stable in the feed bag. Then we also start to think about the, the handling characteristics of those items that are in the feed bag. We want to make sure they're uniform. Uh, there's an absence of clumping or separation. If those ingredients start to separate out, then maybe the animal's not going to get consistent supply of nutrients. And, and so that's very critical. And one that's uh, really hit home to us that we uh, consider when we talk about feed stability is this whole concept of mineral leaching or mineral losses. Uh, we want to make sure whatever's put uh, in front of the animals uh, can withstand a weather event uh, to make sure that, again, they get uh, all the nutrients that's paid for in that bag of feed that was purchased for them. Well, when talking about stability, uh, mineral leaching often comes up in conversation. Talk to us about mineral leaching. What exactly is it? and How does uh, Intellibon perform in mineral leaching research studies? So mineral leaching in, in its simplest form is, is really simply the loss of functional minerals uh, when exposed to moisture. We generally think about this uh, with free choice minerals for grazing cattle. So, so minerals that would be out for, for cow-calf pairs, stalker cattle, uh, those animals on wheat pasture. Um, those, those minerals in those feeders are exposed to uh, weather events, uh, particularly rain, could be snow. And, and leaching could potentially occur uh, when those minerals are exposed to moisture. 
We really started down this path years ago with Dr. John Arthington at the University of Florida. He was performing some mineral studies on cow-calf pairs, trying to evaluate the source of trace minerals and the mineral status of those calves. What he found out, uh, happenstancely, is he saw some very erratic uh, intake patterns on those free choice minerals that coincided with some weather events. And that got him to thinking and we started discussing what may be going on there. So we designed a series of experiments where we wanted to explore what happens to those free choice minerals when they get exposed to a, a rain event. We set up these studies where we evaluated the intellibon trace minerals uh, compared to sulfic sources of trace minerals and organic source of trace minerals. We simulated rainfall event, either a two inch or a four inch or a six inch uh, rainfall event on these different mineral formulations and, and looked at the amount of mineral that leached out or was lost after that weather event. And what we found was pretty significant. We looked at just zinc. There was about two times more zinc lost when the zinc sulfate or the organic zinc was in that mineral formulation compared to the intellibon zinc. Similarly for copper, there was about four times more mineral lost or leached out of that feeder when copper sulfate or organic copper were in that feeder as opposed to intellibon copper. And most significantly, which was rather surprising, was there was about eight times more manganese lost from the sulfate or the organic compared to the intellibon manganese. Plus, in addition to this, we found out that if there's more salt in that mineral, the higher the chance that there's gonna be mineral leaching as well. We know that salt is hygroscopic, has a positive charge to it, so really wants to attract external moisture. And so anything that's gonna pull moisture into that mineral or that product is gonna increase your chance of leaching loss. Intellibon trace minerals perform much better or much more retained after a rain event as opposed to those other sources of trace minerals. So it's clear that handling characteristics play a key role in feed stability. What is it that sets Intellibon apart from other trace minerals when we talk about handling characteristics? Yeah, so the Intellibon trace minerals uh, are these natural and crystalline structures that have a, a unique uh, covalent bonding that allows them to, when we manufacture them, to have a larger, more consistent particle size than some of the other trace mineral sources on the marketplace. This size and structure of these products allow for better handling characteristics, like you mentioned, which means uh, more uniform mixing. We've done a series of, of mixer study uh, evaluations and we consistently have smaller or better coefficients of variation when we evaluate Intellibond uh, specifically to sulfate sources. I mentioned uh, the hydroscopic nature of some of the other minerals. Intellibond is less hydroscopic than the others, which means less clumping, less interference from moisture improves the flowability. And probably one of the more important things that's come up recently is these handling characteristics. We've proven that there's less dust uh, when Intellibond is used compared to some of those other sources. And that dust really gets to be a concern for feed mill manufacturers. Those employees that are exposed to that, there gets to be somewhat of a worker safety concern. And so we really need to consider that. Nutrient stability is critical to a successful animal diet. We know that there have been studies done that discuss vitamin retention. Talk to us, if you will, 
about the importance of those studies and what do they show us? Yeah, so this goes back to, you know, that first comment I made about the essential nutrients that are put in those feed bags. You know, there's a reason we formulate these products the way they are to supply the correct amount of nutrition in every bite for every animal to make sure we're maintaining their productive status. You know, vitamins are pretty critical for a lot of immune status uh, systems. They're important from a reproduction standpoint. And so we want to make sure that the vitamins that are added are there for the animal to consume in these products. What we've learned uh, over a couple series of studies that uh, vitamins are pretty susceptible to, to oxidation or damage. They have unsaturated carbons. And, and so things like heat, moisture, other feed ingredients can really impact the stability of those vitamins. If we affect the stability of those, they're gonna be less efficacious for the animals. We also know that uh, free copper and zinc or copper and zinc in the ionic form are very reactive to vitamins and serve as strong oxidizing agents to destroy those. So some work that was presented at the Florida Nutrition uh, Symposium a few years ago would have showed us that vitamins in the presence of, of any trace mineral source have a reduced efficacy. And then what we've learned with some of our own research is that when we've added either intellibon copper or copper sulfate in, in poultry diets, that there is a significant amount of vitamin loss when the copper sulfate is fed uh, or in that formula compared to the intellibon copper. And then if you take that one step further and follow the performance and carcass characteristics of those animals, the birds that were fed intellibon copper had more vitamin E in their system compared to the birds that were on the copper sulfate diets. And so we know there's more vitamin loss uh, when the sulfates are present in those formulations, and that correlates into lower vitamin status of those animals. So it's very critical that we maintain vitamin stability in these feed products. And this kind of ties into the current situation we're in right now. Uh, we know COVID-19 has impacted transportation. It's impacted manufacturing of vitamins, you know, the shipping of those vitamins. And subsequently, the cost of those vitamin sources is on the rise. And so anything we can do to help maintain the efficacy of those expensive vitamins is critical. We also know that B vitamins, often used in horse feeds, are very sensitive to trace mineral oxidation. And so we need to make sure that the source of trace mineral, like Intellibond, is put in those products to make sure we don't upset the efficacy of those B vitamins as well. Nutrient stability is critical to a successful animal diet. Choosing a trace mineral that allows you to get the nutrition into the animal and not on the ground is vital to ensuring top performance. I want to thank Dr. Help from Micronutrients for joining me today and encourage our listeners to tune in next week to see what's on tap in animal agriculture.